Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Spinning the Real. I am your host, Evan. And I'm going to be free today, boys and girls, with this beer in my hand. It's Cody, guys. What's going on? Evan, wow. you're not free today. Because... How the tables have turned. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have beer. It's like I you're not free. It's amazing how, how that works. Yeah, what can I say? I'm going to rub it in now. Some, you know, <laughs> after the show. We'll see. Um, <laughs> so, Cody, we are sitting here on August 25th. That is a Wednesday. Getting ready to talk about a few different things. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to be talking about Ryan Reynolds and his latest release of Free Guy. Uh, I think uh, nothing really big really came out this week. So we're going to wind back a little bit, talk about it. I think it was, for me, good enough to want to spark a conversation. Don't spoil so. segment one. I just said I think it was good enough to talk about. That's why we're talking about <laughs> it. I guess it could be bad, too, because we still got Kissing Booth 3 content material that we've been promising Oof. the fans. I'm calling yeah. you out, Sean. We're trying. We're right trying. here. I, I I'm should, calling I'm Sean out. a text right now. <laughs> Sean, we just called you out on the pod. You better be here. We're promising the people something special here. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to talk about Free Guy. Uh, second segment is no game again this week. I guess we didn't have a game last week. Uh, but no game this week. We're going to kind of talk about just kind of where movies have been this year, uh, lackluster at best, I think from, it kind of got brought up at the wedding. Uh, we went to shout out to Danielle for getting married over, uh, last weekend. Congratulations there. But it kind of got brought up at the dinner table and it was kind of an interesting little topic. Uh, one of the guys there was also interested in movies and kind of all agreed that 2021 has, you know, so far hasn't really had that big success or anything to really like woo over per se. Uh, so we'll kind of talk about that and at least what we're looking maybe forward to that's still, you know, planned on coming out now in 2021. So, and yep. then the last segment will be, what's our last segment? The last segment, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the way that movies are getting released. We talked about this a couple times before, but there's clearly been a shift in the last few weeks that these studios are ready to just release their movies in theaters. They're kind of done with the day and date release on streaming as well. So we're going to talk a little bit about who those decisions benefit, who they hurt, why people are so upset about it. Um, we'll get into all that stuff and maybe a little bit of uh, Scarlett Johansson versus Disney uh, action. <laughs> uh, don't hurt me, Evan. <laughs> well, with that, Cody, you ready to dive right in? Let's do it. Don't have a good day. Have a great day. Everybody down on the ground! Oh. Hey, bud, you ever think that there's got to be more? More than what? The stuff we do day after day. Being shot at? Run over? Taking hostage? Everybody down on the ground! Today's gonna be different. All right, Cody. First up on the docket today is a movie that's been pretty popular now for the last couple weeks. You saw it pretty much right when it came out, right? It took me a couple weeks to get to it, but uh, this thing's proven to have some legs at the box office, so... Let's talk a little bit about Free Guy. What is uh, what is Free Guy, Cody? Man, what Free Guy is about Ryan Reynolds, who is played, who plays Guy. That's his name in the game. Yep, that's right. It's a video game kind of. He's an NPC <laughs> character and, uh, you know, just going through his day in and day out life. What he thinks is his real life. Although, again, he's a character in a video game, NPC, uh, and eventually breaks out of that shell. Breaks out to realize that, you know. Uh, he's more than just a zeros and ones and he's a, he's a real guy. <laughs> and, uh, we kind of just go through this adventure and, and see this kind of, uh, transformation of the character who, I don't know, starts to think and be his own person. So very nice. Uh, that was at least like a five out of Sweet. 10. Good job. I'll take it. Thanks. I'm uh, I'm going to switch things up a little bit and actually give you one of my thoughts on this movie first, because you brought up something interesting in a little misstep you had at the beginning of that uh, of that plot description when you said that uh, this movie is about Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, who plays Guy. Because isn't it kind of true that this is just like what Ryan Reynolds does now? It's his whole brand to be this like witty, usually a little bit more sardonic, but like just cracking one-liners, but he's like a good, good dude. Like we've seen him do it in uh, in Deadpool couple times we've seen him do it in uh the hitman's bodyguard and and its sequel the hitman's wife's bodyguard which dear lord just came out two months ago and he was doing the same shit uh he, he's even doing this shit in detective pikachu man like let's go 
who Ryan Reynolds is now. He's got like a, a niche. And, and do you hate it? For, I don't. So here's the thing. I don't. I don't. Okay. Hate it. I it's not. It's not old yet, right? Like it's not. I'm not like. Well, that's okay. that was where I was going. Is like. Oh, it is old to you. It's his niche because it works. Sure. He is kind of. He's pretty funny. It works way better than when he's like the uh, leading man, Hollywood heartthrob type that he was like trying to be at the beginning of his career. He's kind of fallen into this like still leading guy, but with with a much bigger sense of humor, leaning into the humor. But man, it's just we've seen it so many fucking times now that I just like I want something different. I've had enough of like the the quick talking guy and this time it's just he's literally just a guy it's just like it, it's here's ryan reynolds in a you're, video game you're not that guy evan you're i'm just so... not the guy you're just upset too. that you're not that guy <laughs> you're upset that ryan reynolds is that guy it works it's not old yet to me oh it's uh, dude we just two months ago two months ago we had this and i love that, that movie the same... it was so oh, stupid <laughs> i love that movie and no spoilers but this movie is just as stupid and just as fun so Ryan Reynolds I, I has if his... I hadn't seen like if I'd only seen Deadpool, if I hadn't seen like Deadpool 2 and both Hitman's Bodyguard movies and uh and Detective Pikachu, this movie What's... probably would have been a lot more fun for me. But I'm just like, all right, I get it. I get the bit. Isn't that the thing though? Like people fall into these roles, right? You have the actors and stuff like that just fall into these roles, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have the ones that are these action crime fighters and whatnot, or, you know, the action guys or whatever. You got the comedy guys, like everyone falls into their niche, the romantic guys or whatever, you know, everyone falls in a niche. Like you said, Ryan Reynolds found his niche, something that mm-hmm. definitely people took a liking to people. I think continue to take a liking to, I think he kind of alluded like, yes, it's, it's nothing new, but it's still like, it's not old yet. Like it still, you know, works to, to some extent. I get it. It's not, you know, for you, it wasn't the perfect movie. It wasn't this perfect role. Uh, for most of us, I think most people that just like to be entertained when it comes to movies like Ryan Reynolds, like he's he's found it, dude. And this movie just, I think, proves that point uh, even more so. So, yeah, anyways. well, I think you're right. I think every actor kind of has their role that they they fall into a lot of times. But the very best actors end up like like think about Brad Pitt, like he kind of has a persona as well but he sort of falls into these characters and you you feel like you're watching a character being portrayed by him as opposed to we talked about this when we did the jungle cruise too but like the rock is sort of in the same boat for me like the rock and ryan reynolds are and i think they're going to be in a movie together coming out on netflix later gal this Gadot. year uh with gal yeah with gal Gadot. but those guys they just seem it seems like you're watching ryan reynolds or the rock Isn't playing cool? themselves and it just the character's name is different and for me it's that's not really all that interesting it's just like all right he's done this a million times before you know what it doesn't feel like it fits into it doesn't need to be this movie for this thing to to happen if i had to meet ryan reynolds at least i feel like i know i'm gonna get i don't want to meet some famous person who's funny on screen and then they're just an absolute a-hole never meet your heroes cody never meet your heroes (laughs) ryan reynolds no offense is not my hero but What did you anyway. think of Free Guy? Uh, Free Guy, I, you know, it was fun, man. I really like, uh, there's a segment here that we did on the podcast when you were gone, when uh, Connor was brought on. And mm-hmm. We talked about the Borderlands 3 movie, which of course is a video game and stuff. And we've even talked Mortal Kombat. How dare you podcast. assume I didn't listen? Uh, you didn't listen. <laughs> Don't lie to me. Uh, but then Mortal Kombat, right? Like we've had movies before too that are like video game, you know, like uh, just translated into film or whatever you know video game characters and whatnot uh that's where i kind of like free guy uh again i'm pretty big into video games uh so i really you know that drew to me in its own way just as much as the actual film itself as it progressed through uh so there's already that connection just for me kind of liking that stuff and two talking about that kind of stuff right where you're not basing characters off a video game or, you know, you're not restricted, right? Free Guy literally was a free movie, right? It was an open concept all the way through and through, per se, uh, compared to what would be a Mortal Kombat or compared to what's going to be this BL3 movie, right? There's not already the video game first, then movie, or movie, then video game. Like, Free Guy, again, in its own light and way, it's its own concept. So I feel like it kind of free was Free City, to coming to a console near you. <laughs> and Free City 2, or whatever. Free City 1. Um, but yeah. It actually built for me, dude. Like at first I was like, because I was expecting Ryan Reynolds to be Ryan Reynolds, like some of the beginning jokes and stuff. I'm like, man, this isn't like that funny. Like it's not going anywhere. That's like mm-hmm. mildly entertaining. 
it, it it builds though, man. It really does. And I think we get to jokes, one liners like you're talking about that it's like, <laughs> okay, that you know, in that moment worked. That was pretty funny, whatever. You're laughing, you're enjoying it, uh, and whatnot. And I think, like I said, you know, we get wrapped up in our worlds and stuff, right? When you know, I do play video games, it's a stress reliever for me more than anything. It's a way to communicate and hang out with friends at the same time. And there's a lot of people who feel that same way um, in terms of like, oh, man, it'd be so cool to like, you know, be wrapped up in this world. I mean, that people really do get into this stuff. Um, But at the same time, I feel like there's that concept there, too. Like maybe it's just me who went there. But like when this is over, it's like, aren't we, you know, are we in a video game? Are we just going through the motions of a day in and day out kind of life? Like, yeah, that's a little bit bigger picture. Maybe that's just a mind thing of my own whatnot. But like it made me think when it was over, too, which was kind of cool, like in that aspect, like oh man, am I a character in a video game per se? Am I just going through the routine? Is is this, you know, not real? Like, how would you know kind of thing? So that's either here nor there overall though. Like I just, I enjoyed it, man. Like it was a good time. It was fun. It was, you know, it was more than I really expected because I'd seen the trailers for this. I, I knew the hype was there. Again, it's one of those movies that, You've seen the trailer for over a year now because of COVID again. Very and true. Like, oh man, like you know those those ones are hard because it's like man, you continuously see these trailers, the buildups there. It's like, is this going to disappoint? I don't feel like it completely disappointed. I feel like it was better than I anticipated for the amount of trailers I had seen. I feel like I'd already seen the whole movie per se in a way. Uh, again, I think the time seeing trailers added up more to a longer runtime from the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, like got like the whole aspect when it just kept building and stuff and it got to an absolute ridiculous point by the end although still kind of heartfelt sentiment kind of thing little message at the end that you could say I, I i found it a good time man i liked it a lot actually yeah you talked a little bit about um being a gamer and like being drawn to that aspect man let me tell you when joe keery and jody comer were talking about like ones and zeros and coding and the base build for some i could not care less they're like I, <laughs> I, there's literally no floor <laughs> to how little i could care like it just but you don't so it. bad i no, get you that don't. you don't okay. like you don't and need I, it. I get that that might appeal to somebody but that somebody was definitely not me sure. um i think that where this movie was most interesting or at least aspired to be most interesting is some of the stuff with taiko waititi not because i thought um Taika Waititi gave like a great performance I thought he was kind of annoying in the movie to be honest but like his whole thing was he he was like representative of honestly Disney in this thing he trying to make the sequel trying to to build off the IP he literally says it out loud that that's like all he wants to give people is IP why would I make something new when I can make four more of these things or whatever right like he literally gives away the game on it like they're not trying to hide what this movie is trying to be about and i guess spoilers for uh where this movie goes in a way always you it's always you who spoils every movie we ever but like how are you gonna hold out to be the uh the like oh ip is bad like taika waititi is very clearly the villain in this movie um pushing for like destroying the old thing and and sucking all the soul out of the old thing to make the this like new version of it or all that how can you say that when by the end of this movie, Ryan Reynolds is like winning a fight against himself by holding up Captain America's shield. Chris Evans makes a cameo, Hulk fisting him. And watch, wow, that sounded weird. Um, <laughs> and then it's <laughs> not like that. Rewind, rewind. <laughs> what did you just say? And then, um, hey, don't forget about Hugh like, Jackman. People watching on the screen or like wa- the streamers that are watching or like, okay, there's Ninja, there's the Pokemane and here's a Rick and Morty poster and a Deadpool poster. And then like not even hours after the movie releases, it felt like Ryan Reynolds is on Twitter announcing that Disney wants a sequel to it. So it's just like, all right, so your movie that's all about like ori- original content and not not doing the the rehashed version of this other thing is just its own fodder for more fucking IP it's insanely insulting to watch a movie that that wants Whoa. you to like to uh, to get behind that message. I was um, I even was kind of enjoying it a little bit, like halfway through, and I'm just like, okay, this this is soulless. This is just like <laughs> the most soulless. My and you, and you know too because Disney acquired 20th Century Fox that like they had to do the fucking uh, Avengers cameos and stuff because. Disney wouldn't have let the movie be released if it was so critical of like all the stuff that Disney was doing. So <laughs> it's just a piece of garbage movie, man. I was so wow. frustrated. 
Wow. Look at us disagreeing. Finally. <laughs> Took us all of what? Eight months to really disagree on a movie. I guess we I don't know. completely disagree. I think we've had our fair share. I we think don't our completely disagree. Scores. Say well, something he... terrible about free guy right now. <laughs> I can't. That's, that's a, isn't that like a good point though? Like, yes, there are bad things about this movie, but like I always instantly forget them. Cause it's like, there are enough good parts of this movie, senseless good parts where it's just like, I just enjoyed myself. Like, mm. let's forget about the bad part anyway. You know, you talked about it where I hit on the other strand of it, right? I found this maybe more my style because again, maybe more relatable, but mm-hmm. you know, Fast 9 was one of those movies too, where it's like, man, this is pointless. This is senseless. Yep. You enjoyed a little bit more. Like you were drawn to that a little bit more maybe than I was, where in this case, I think I'm drawn to more a little bit of free guy than you were, but you know. I feel like we're getting a lot of those movies right now. And, and I think that kind of, it will be a good little touching point for the next segment. Uh, not to, not to get into it really too much here, but yeah, free guy, man, like I said, it, who cares that it's pointless? Who cares yeah, I, that I, he shows up as a cameo and, and he's obviously this, you know, I'm buddy. And, soulless. It's just, it's stupid. <laughs> pointless dude, nonsense. by the way. Oh, is it, oh, it is dude. You're right. Buddy Sorry. was a little Ralph Howery. But uh, yeah, I, I liked I really liked the acting in this too. Like, I feel like the chemistry in terms of chemistry, like was there, I felt like Ryan Reynolds and, and Jodie Comer had like a good chemistry, obviously on screen when they're inside the video game. And I liked that I transition. <laughs> and, <he hated laughs> it. and I like, I really like, like I said, I like that story of when, you know, Jodie Comer and what is it? Joe Keery. Yeah. The guy's name. Stranger Things. Yeah. Like their relationship outside for the reason for this whole video game existing, like their whole reason for this code that you get, you don't care two shits about, but like the message of, you know, towards the end where it's like, Hey, go live your life or whatever. And mm-hmm. all, this whole time, this entire thing was based off of her really per se. Like this was, you know, I guess I'll spoil the movie. And I don't know. It's kind of heartfelt. It's kind of like, Oh, wow. It's kind of like, you know, that's cool. Something different. You know, like I said, it's it's more outside the box. It's not restricted. You're not comparing it to anything, which is like really nice. Like there's nothing to really. Oh, I disagree with that too. Really? What do you compare yeah. this to? What 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 what? I game? think this movie is very very clearly trying to be somewhere in an intersection of the Truman Show, and okay. uh, and oh, what was that other bad movie that Steven Spielberg made? Um, Player One. Ready Player One. Yeah. And more more so on the Truman Show side. Have you seen the Truman Show? I have seen the Truman Show. I, I think the thing is, like, I don't see it. They're trying to, I mean, literally, I think what they were trying to do is make a Truman Show for the IP era and say that, like, oh, we should care about this person that's trapped in, a, in this video game. But, like, he's not fucking real. <laughs> he's, a, he's a made up <laughs> guy. His name is literally. How guy. are you to say he's not and, real? What? And so, like the Truman Show, right? I'm just literally like reading out my uh, review that I'm going to post sometime after we finish recording this. But it's uh, it's like in the Truman Show, we care about Truman because he was like taken against his will and is a real human being who has missed out on life experience in the real world because he's a real person but like free guy guy he just like he's code that was always written to be in a video game and we're only expected to care about him because jodie comer's character cares about him and yet jodie comer's character isn't the main character in the movie you know guy is the main character in the movie so we're sort of we're layers removed from from caring about guy or at least are i you, felt that way are you real Evan? the love the love plot between jodie comer and guy was so fucking stupid like she's falling in love with, with a piece of code with yeah, basically with herself in a video game just so fucking dumb that was a glock in his pocket by the way just two go actually oh yeah, right it was two are you real evan i i yeah. don't know who gives a see shit? <laughs> they, who gives a shit that's my point to me, guy's real. Guy's real. He's zeros and ones, but who cares? He has a life, Evan. But he All can't. Right? He can't die. Like there are no stakes to his existence. What are you talking about? He can't die. They cut the server. He's dead. He doesn't exist anymore. They could just plug a new server right back in, and there he is. There's guy. Yes, but now he's back. Now he's back to square one. He doesn't know that he ever had anything. Oh, who cares, he's man? He free, sucks. <laughs> free guy. Free guy. Open to interpretation, right? Like, are we here to free guy, or is it like? Well, is so, free so there guy? you go. It would have been interesting if if the movie had decided to take that route and ask the question of if artificial intelligence is life. But they didn't. Yes. They're just like, uh, he's artificially intelligent. You can't kill him. It's like, who cares? He's just because like then a it's random too dude. deep. Then it's not gonna 
appeal to the masses and i'm not here to get into that Fuck the masses whoa well i think half the masses half the masses most of the masses would disagree with everything you said probably i i think that people seem to be enjoying this movie a lot more than <laughs> i did did you see it by yourself i saw it with uh with a couple friends uh, what do and, they think? I'm uh, curious. They also did not like it. What? Your <laughs> so. friends suck. Your friends don't understand fun, dude. It's fun. My friends understand cinema. I guess. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> they Maybe they do, but they don't understand fun. Maybe the fun was criticizing this movie after the film for you guys. I that feel was like that's more fun than the movie yeah, itself, I, for I, sure. See, I figured that was what it would be with you guys. Uh, I did not criticize this movie too much after the film. Again, anything that was like worth criticizing, it's like, yeah, Disney forget about over it. here. This 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 movie isn't worth criticizing because it's obviously not that. But it, it never went for that. Like, this is going to be the best thing ever kind of thing. It is what it is. Um, and like I said, I saw it with a few friends as well. And we're on the opposite end of the spectrum where it's just like, yeah, this is a good time. This was fun. It was, you know, one liners that worked, one liners that, you know, didn't. And overall, it's just like it was a good it was a good experience. So. I think that's what free guy is. So I don't really, I, you know, that's, that's I don't really got I anything else. Yeah, that's all I have to say too. I don't so I want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the shorter I can make this, the better. <laughs> uh, all right, Evan, I will spare you apparently the misery that you had for this film. Not talk about it anymore. Other than the usual letterbox roundup. Uh, I will be given this, or I did give this, I should say, I gave this three out of five stars. Like I said, I enjoyed it. Uh, for all the stuff that was bad, whatever about it. Uh, overall, this whole movie was whatever about it, but a good time of whatever about it. So three out of five, it's where I stand, it's where I sit. Give okay. it to me. That's uh, lower than, uh, you know, I would expect given the praise, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, so at, in the immediate aftermath of watching this, I think I gave it two and a half, but as I wrote my review today, which will be up on spinningthereal.com, most likely by the time you listen to this, uh, I just got more and more angry about how fucking stupid this movie was. So I have knocked it down to two stars out of five for me. Unbelievable. You need a beer. All right, Cody, for our second segment today, we're kind of piggybacking off of what we just talked about here in that we've had a lot of free guys this uh, this uh, movie year, 2021. And, and I guess any given year is, is an arbitrary delineation of a film, but that's kind of the way we look at things is like what came out this year that we really liked, that we really didn't. Uh, we were talking off the air just now about how many... Uh, five out of five star movies that we have for this year versus an average year. And and I correct me if I'm wrong, but neither of us have given a film five stars this year. We I haven't have really been moved to that degree. I have a couple four and a half star movies, but me too. it does feel like this movie, the, uh, this movie year has been a little bit uh, weaker than average so far. And um, we can attribute that to a variety of things, you know, uh, delays of uh, big franchise things which uh, tend to be entertaining but not necessarily groundbreaking um sort of flooding the calendar uh i don't know cody why do you think that there haven't been anything you know, like that in, you talk about you know uh big studios and stuff and, and promotion right i feel like that's one of the biggest things like one, people aren't really going back to movies just yet. So it's really just, you know, you turn on Netflix, you turn on HBO, which are still having these releases mm-hmm. and you just see it there. It's like, oh, oh shit, this is out now kind of thing. So it's like when you're not going to the movies, you're not seeing the promotion. And obviously these promotions, where else do you get them? Most people stream nowadays anyway. It's not mm-hmm. like there's regular TV to like, you know, you're not watching CBS news or whatever. And then bam, here's a trailer for free guy. You know, you're not, <laughs> you're not seeing this stuff, right? Like is, is ultimately like what I'm getting at. You're not seeing promotions for this stuff. Uh, and another thing is, I feel like you kind of hit on it too, was it's just been a weird year. It's been a weird, I guess, two years at this point, right? Where it's like, Mm -hmm. at least like last year, and we've touched on this multiple times and we'll keep bringing it up because it's like, these movies were already set to release. They were pretty much being polished, but they were like 
ready to be released. I feel like this is a year where it's like these movies were already like maybe conceptually like there, maybe some studios already picked up on the film and we're getting to that release now. Uh, Free Guy maybe falls under that trap of the anticipation for a film that still was set to release a year ago. It's just like, man, you have built this this wall now because you know you've seen so many previews black widow maybe the same way right how many previews for black widow had you seen prior to its release on both obviously disney plus and in theaters mm-hmm. um but i feel like that you know that's a, a a hindrance as well you know you're just anticipating so much and eventually it gets to release and you're just like i'm already over this i'm bored of it like there's, it's not refreshing it's nothing new coming at you in your face going oh man that looks interesting like there's that guy or there's you know this actor or actress or this you know just blown away trailer it's like wow that's new that's interesting that's you know whatever it's just like we're not seeing a lot of that overall i don't know man like it's just it is weird why there hasn't been an a handful of movies you know i think there's movies that maybe i would have rated higher had i seen them in theaters mm-hmm. um that's another thing you, you know we talked about that as well i feel like on the podcast uh you know what makes the movie ex- going experience and it's like well we're not really getting the movie going experience that you know we had got so when you're not going into the movies and seeing a movie that was built for the screen you know it, it does hinder a film if you're not seeing an imax or whatever the way you know that the director intended for this movie to be seen and here you are sitting in your living room watching it on HBO Max or whatever. And it's like, oh, OK, it's like, you know, it's so easy to have your focus drawn away. You know, you're on your phone because it's like you're at home. Who cares? Or, you know, if you have to get up and you're cooking dinner or have to go to the bathroom, anything like that. Right. It's so easy for your mind to just wander. Or even if you aren't wandering, it's just I don't know. It's just not the same sitting on a couch, even if I'm focused for the whole two hours. I'm not like, I'm not living that experience as if I had gone to theaters. Our, our theaters, you know, I don't know. It's just, that's just how I feel about situations of my personal experience. I'm, you know, why I haven't maybe given a five-star film has, you know, that's another, I feel like story altogether on why I haven't given a five-star film. There's nothing really, like you said, that's been worthy of a five-star um I'm, I'm easy to give four stars three and a half four stars all day long baby like it's hard for me to like just hate on gotta movies. move yeah yeah it's got it's gotta be really moving for me to be like bam that is a five-star movie um and i it just it hasn't happened this year man it hasn't yeah. you know nothing even to four and a half like star extent like like that's like right there i even feel like that really hasn't happened so uh, there's there's a lot of things those are just my personal uh you know things about yeah, it i think most of it I mean, there's always fluctuation in the quality of, uh, of films year over year. Uh, I think a lot of it just comes down to the pandemic again. Uh, like I said off the top here is that a lot of these big blockbuster movies, I mean, Free Guy, Black Widow, you mentioned already, uh, the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die, is another big example. We've got Ghostbusters coming out and Candyman here um, in the next little bit that are all movies that pushed from last year to this year because they wanted to release in theaters. And in the meantime, these smaller movies that tend to be a little bit more intimate, more dramatic, that uh, at least for me, I gravitate more towards uh, when I when I think about like some of my favorite movies. They have not had that luxury. They've uh, released because when theaters reopened, there wasn't going to be any room for them because Disney was going to have their big release every uh, every week, and Warner Brothers was going to have their big release every week, and it, it just they ran they ran out of room for some of these things. Add to that the fact that uh, I think we're still seeing a lot of movies that were completed or close to completed when uh, when the pandemic hit, just waiting for their slot to release. Uh, the movies that were able to film were the big blockbuster movies as well. Like the big studios were able to afford to take all the COVID precautions uh, in filming movies. So those are the ones getting made. It's the little indie movies that uh, again, tend to end up being uh, more impactful that had to uh, upend their productions because they didn't have the budget to keep working. So I think we're in for a little bit of a rough patch for smaller movies here, but there are still some bigger uh, names and bigger directors that have movies coming out um, towards the end of this year that we're still able to continue making their movies. So in transition to the other thing we wanted to talk about, um, I think we could speculate for hours or whatever about 
how and why there aren't better movies that have come out so far. Are there any that have your uh, your hopes up, Cody, for the rest of the year? Oh man! Well, they dropped that new Spidey Man trailer the other day. Low key, low. <laughs> I like Spider Man. Five star rating. I will. You can shoot me <laughs> if you give it. What if I give it a five star rating? I'm gonna give it a five star. No rating. judgment here. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's it's weird. Like I said, it's weird because I feel like even even as much as I still am now going to back to theaters, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same previews. There's like. And again, even when I'm on the AMC app, I do have the AMC pass and you go to coming soon and you like kind of scrolling through and you're like, oh, this is releasing. So it's like, it's still weird. Cause it's like mm-hmm. these dates have moved so much for movies that again, were already anticipated to come out a year ago. And it's like, when are they coming out for me? I just don't care anymore. It's like, it's out when it's out. And so when I see it and coming soon, it's like, oh, wait, this is coming soon. But it's like, now it's surprisingly, I haven't seen promotion for it in the past year. Like, did you guys just you're like ah whatever at this point or or whatnot um so it's just kind of funny like i'm scrolling through that and then of course you know netflix every week like i said it's so easy to get home on a friday night turn on netflix and of course netflix has their whole you know set of releases that are you know for the whole year but who who really reads through every single one and and is ready to anticipate what it is it's like you do you're one of a million what i'm saying is you get on netflix you see it and it's like you know all right new netflix movie for the week let's try mm-hmm. it. i don't know nothing and about it's it it's usually terrible <laughs> and maybe that's somewhat of the fun of it but i think our minds are just with so many streaming platforms and so many people trying to do these exclusive releases trying to buy these rights to maybe these indie films that you're talking about right we talked about a lot about apple last week how mm-hmm. you know apple is not a very high-end streaming service in terms of the amount of uh, viewership because not a lot of people buy apple tv plus um, but their quantity to their quality is very good. I feel they have some of the best stuff for the small amount of stuff that they do have. And that's cool in itself too. Um, but with our minds being all drawn over the place with the focus of attention being all drawn over the place, it's hard to, you know, have enough time to be like, you know, I get it. You want to get your movie out three months in advance. And it's been a lot different this year. Again, movies have been out now for in terms of trailers for a year mm-hmm. or they just show up out of the blue, right? Like there are so many movies this year. I even say I've seen myself that it's like, I would not be able to tell you like that that movie was going to release and I was anticipating it. So it's hard to talk about what I'm anticipating other than what's already been talked about. Cause I really couldn't name you like new movies per se that I'm like anticipating for. These are movies again, that have been on the, uh, they've been on the radar for over a year. Like Dune is something I think that's highly anticipated, but it's been talked about now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you already brought up uh, James Bond, you know, the new one. And that's already been talked about. I do believe what else is coming out West side story, but it's sure. been talked about. Like, are you getting my point? Do you, are you getting kind of what I'm trying to get at? That you don't want to list any movies you're excited about. <laughs> I, I just did. Those are, movies, those are movies that I'm, you know, still excited about, but it's like that excitement level, it's not there or the excitement can't even be built to be there because I am unaware of these releases because mm. where do I see them? Like even going to the movies, I'm still seeing the same trailers that I've seen a year ago. And by the time you hit me with a new trailer, oh, when's this release next week? Oh, okay, cool. I'll go see it then, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. ultimately what I'm getting at. So uh, what else have I seen a trailer for that? Intro- oh, Sing 2, dude. Oh, I'm looking God. at a list. Of- yeah, dude, Sing Kill 2. Me Let's now. go. No, no, no. We're going to see that. Johnny Singh. Is that his name? Is his name Johnny Singh? <laughs> no, no, no. Johnny is his name. I'm just saying Johnny Singh. Okay, I thought they but- literally named the book Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Singh, and I was going to be really upset. <laughs> uh no but i am i am uh again i'm just looking at some of these movies uh, i'm i'm just now seeing it's like again apple tv or netflix or disney plus and you know a lot of them it's just yeah i don't know it's just weird my my intentions all over the place and i'm unaware of half these things i think we're still gonna get some good things coming out here um i don't want to highlight the movies that i've already seen at uh, film festivals and whatnot uh we've done that already on the show so start with uh netflix some of the they released a list of what's coming out the rest of the year and uh you know of course the princess switch three 
starring Vanessa Hudgens in three different roles, apparently this time. Wow. Oh my God, dude. Um, no, but, but honestly, uh, the harder they fall looks interesting. That's got, uh, Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba, Lakeith Stanfield looks interesting. The power of the dog, um, with, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Jesse Plemons, Kirsten Dunst. Um, that seems interesting, right? You've got, Big names. uh, I'm actually kind of interested in the new Adam McKay movie that's coming out with uh, Leo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence it's called Don't Look Up. And it is a comedy and a fiction, um, which is something that Adam McKay has not done recently. Like his most two recent movies were Vice and The Big Short. And I still haven't seen The Big Short. That's a big blind spot for me. But uh, Vice was terrible. And I feel like Adam McKay is better when he is doing comedy like Step Brothers and Talladega Nights and, and all that stuff. So hopefully this is a return to uh to that sort of thing. That would be interesting to me. Candyman, like we mentioned a couple times, I think that looks interesting. Uh you mentioned West Side Story, I, I guess. Uh the card counter looks uh interesting to me. Oscar Isaac and Tiffany Haddish of all people is in that one. It's um by the same guy that did oh that movie with Ethan Hawke. Now I have to look it up. Uh but that it's Paul something. Ah, why can't I remember this? The card count. Just, just forget about it. Just see yeah. Sing Two and we're gonna have Paul, bonus Paul Schrader. That's and the last movie he did was First Reformed. Great movie. So that's great. Those look uh, good. The House of Gucci. Come on, man. Are you not excited for the House of Gucci? Kill me now, please. <laughs> I just, please. I need to see, I need to see if Lady Gaga can act or if A Star is Born was just too easy for her playing herself. <laughs> I need to know, man. The father, the son, and the house of Gucci. Come on. We're living for this shit. I guarantee you five stars. <laughs> I guarantee five stars. I also guarantee five stars. Sing two. I'm doing it. We're gonna give it five right, stars. We'll see who's closer. And we're, and we're gonna debate our five star movies of the year at the end of the year here because it seems like we yeah, already got I'm it situated. So make it happen. We didn't even mention the French Dispatch. We'll mention it now. Right the now. Souvenir I, part two. Teton. We've got we've got some uh some real bangers coming up, Cody. Real bangers. <laughs> like the house of Gucci. Oh god, Evan. Uh, how many movies have you seen this year? I guess before we just wrap it up, I'm curious at what point. Oh, yeah, I was just gonna right. move on, but we can we can. No, no, I'm just, I just want to know number count. Like, what yeah, is so your? I I believe that I have transported all of the festival movies that have come out to my list. I might have missed one from AFI Fest or uh, or from Sundance this year, but my uh, current total as of today stands at 104 films. Oh, all right, at 104. I'm at 45, 45, You're at 45 and somehow seven of them. I haven't seen. That's impressive. We're, yeah. we talked about this off. The I'm year never going to watch like... wish dragon, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not happening. Like I said, there are Netflix movies. I just put on. I'm just like, all right. Wish dragon was definitely one of them. So. <laughs> I was looking at that and seeing that you had a handful of movies that I hadn't seen. I was like, Oh, I wonder if any of them are good. And they're literally all, literally all of them are in the bottom half of your list. Oh yeah. Like I said, they're not, like, they're not great. So the only other one that was on troll hunters was a weird one that I watched, but I don't know. I'm yeah, not I, into animated I've only series. Seen the first couple or the first season of that. So I, I was like, I'm not going to watch all of that to watch. I get it. A movie. I get it. So regardless, yep. You have a, a high count. I expect at this point for you to get to 150, like you always do every single year. I don't know how much. I and let's see if I can get to hundred, I guess. Come on, Cody. Good luck, Cody. That just means we both need to watch about 50 more movies. Uh, here I come, Gucci. When you wish upon a star, make no difference who you are. Anything your heart desires will come. All right, Cody, let's close things out here by talking a little bit about uh, this sort of common thread as we've gone. Free Guy was uh, a movie that was released 
exclusively in theaters. I think it probably could have gotten the Disney Plus treatment had it not been a 20th Century Fox acquisition. They had agreements in place already to release this movie theatrically, which is why we've seen so many trailers for it. Uh, they had to they had to hold on and release it in theaters. So we've talked before. I'm, I'm a little I'm less interested today in talking about whether it's more enjoyable to go to a movie, watch it at home. We've had that conversation a handful of times. But as we sit now in the midst of uh, another wave of this pandemic as uh, ICU beds are filling up, not to get too dark and all that stuff. A lot of people are frustrated by the fact that they can't see movies at home in an environment that they might feel more safe if, say, they haven't gotten vaccinated or are at higher risk of uh, of catching COVID and getting sick from it. Uh, this was a big debate as Disney announced that Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, I always think it's seven, but it's ten, uh, <laughs> is going to release exclusively in theaters. Part of that anger was, again, not having the option to watch it at home. Part of that anger, too, was the way that I think it was Bob Chapik was talking about it, or it was probably Kevin Feige that was talking about it. I'm not sure who was, who was making the comments, but they said something along the lines of, yes, Shang-Chi is going to be an experiment for us. Uh, as to how a film released um, exclusively in theaters during this time might perform and help us make decisions on some of these other films. That upset a lot of people because uh, this is obviously the first Asian-led Marvel movie. And people were like, this is kind of fucked up that you're like, all right, you released the White Lady movie on both platforms, which also caused a whole stir. We're going to talk about all of this. Um, I don't know. what, What do you think about I gave you so much to think about. There. Uh, what, what are you thinking? I'll, you know, the, the experiment hit me per se in that I'll speak to that first. Uh, it was an experiment to begin with, right? It was an experiment mm-hmm. to first release it theatrically and on their platform. How is this going to work? How, how are we still going to be able to succeed as a, as a movie making business as a studio uh, in making movies? So that was an experiment itself, right? That they have now experimented for the over a year. Um, and I think it gets to a point where I get it, where it comes to experimenting again. It's like, I'm not going to speak to, oh, it's the first Asian, whatever, or speak to your comfortability factor of, of going out or not going out. Um, but I think it does come to a point where decisions by these studios, decisions by these corporates need to be made. And it just happens to be the case for this one. And if it obviously tanks per se, because not enough people are going out to the movies, which on my end of the spectrum, I'll be honest with you with where I'm at. I feel like a lot more people are going out to see movies. Uh, obviously the, the mask mandates are lifted per se, uh, but a lot of people are still going, obviously showing up with the mask has you know, been recommended. But when this first reopened, when theaters first reopened, man, like no one was going, like I would still go, mm-hmm. but like no one was going. And yes, there's still a scare factor. I, I get that kind of stuff that's been talked about. Um, but I don't know how much it's really affecting people's wanting to go out and, and just kind of live life again, because theaters by me, man, are, are they're not full, full capacity, but like every movie I've been to, honestly, like the past four movies, like when I've gone, like theaters have been basically like I'm sitting next to somebody like theaters are like maxed out per se uh, and whatnot. So like people are going back to theaters. And so I feel like obviously those numbers and all that's in their hands and stuff. And they're obviously, you know, evaluating that and making that decision to be like, you know what, let's, you know, we need to get away from, you know, not every movie is going to release on these platforms. So this is our chance, this is our opportunity. We're going to see if it works. So uh and this and that's what they're doing with this one so is it a good decision you don't know yet you just don't know just as much as you don't know with everything else that has already come out right so numbers will speak for themselves when numbers obviously populate (laughs) yeah and i think that 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 obviously that matters the box office numbers that those are the things that determine what gets made and and how we allocate resources going forward for uh filmmakers and stuff like that i i think man there's there's just so much there but i think there's another component to it which is that like we have to be responsible um in terms of public health and safety like like you said i've gone more so in orange county when i go down there and watch a movie in like brea or something those theaters are packed nobody is wearing a mask and and for me it's it is what it is because i i have my vaccines like i feel comfortable in going into that environment um 
but I like obviously you know that some of the people in that room aren't, and there are going to be a handful of people who live with someone that's at high risk. Again, not to get into all of the pandemic stuff entirely, but there's going to be a level of uh, discomfort for people and forcing them if they really want to see Shang Chi, like forcing them into renting a theater. That decision, yeah, of like going out and putting their what they've used their health at risk, which I think is a totally reasonable. Um, way to feel that's frustrating and and like obviously disney doesn't give a shit like disney wants to make money and the theaters the theaters are in like the the toughest position of any of like the corporate entities because they'll run out of money like they can't keep operating if they don't have movies to show and people showing up to watch them so from that perspective you can see why they are interested in uh in doing that yeah but disney shouldn't give a shit you're right. Disney falls under where I'm it's not like saying Disney shouldn't give a shit. I'm saying Disney doesn't give a shit. No, but they shouldn't give a shit in. There should be no like at your own risk. Just release it for $30 as premier access. What do you really lose? You're going to have the same handful you of people. get sued They're... by Scarlett Johansson. You lose. <laughs> Transition, baby. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, I wonder if Disney just like the model hasn't worked out the way they thought it would. They just weren't making the model as much money on these movies. The model that... had to have worked out. I mean, look, Dwayne Johnson is still promoting the shit out of Jungle Cruise. Right. He's openly admitted. He's like, I don't care how you see this. I just want you to see this. And it's been still like one of the biggest blockbusters of the summer and has both viewing platforms. So it's like mm-hmm. if, if the movie's right and you're promoting it, it should not matter on how you go see it. So. I get there's other studios that don't have this luxury, but if we're specifically speaking to Disney, if we're oh, specifically do, speaking big ones. Yeah. But if we're specifically speaking to what was the legend of the 10 rings, just release it both ways. I'm personally going to go see it in theaters and you're right. If someone wants to see it at home, if it's by themselves or with their family and where they feel comfortable for $30, just do yeah. it. Disney. Like you're still making money movie theaters are cheap like if you want to go on tuesdays to discount tuesdays it's like oh i can go see a movie with my family family of five for five bucks there's 25 bucks anyway it's not like you're you're making additional profit yes maybe you lose out i don't know how all the money works or whatever on sales of disney does and that's why they're making this decision I think. <laughs> yeah but but again what pennies on a dollar to what disney can make yes they took a hit over the last year but what company per se has and whatever I don't know. I agree with you, comrade. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's the thing. Like, I, I had a little rant about this with uh, the New York Film Festival, which I wanted to attend virtually is is in-person only. An understandable thing for them to do. A lot of the big uh, ticket films that they're releasing there or premiering there, uh, directors don't want to have their films premiered virtually. They want to, them to be seen in, in theaters. And I think that is a reasonable thing for them to, to say and, and do as well. I I just think that like the ability for people to have that option to see things at home and it's just the access that it provides to viewers of different levels of comfort, different levels of income. Like I think that the film is such a wonderful world and and you can experience so much through film that I you just, I just want I just want everyone to be able to have that yeah. experience and with these decisions to release films only in theaters. I understand that it's necessary for the theaters and I, and I can, I can live with that, but I, I just, I find it frustrating. I, I sympathize with the people who are frustrated that, uh, I would have to sympathize. Okay. I, I obviously, of course, sympathize with the people, but I also have to sympathize with no, like, you don't who, no, who, <laughs> who, like who made the movie, right? Producers, right. director, and the people in it, sure. how are they feeling the about it? How do they want sure. you to see it? Right. That that to me also is a factor. So if I obviously, you know, hey, let's hear from the director. Let's hear from the producers. Let's hear from the actors and actresses in this movie. You know, again, they might bring up this, hey, you know, we want you to feel safe. We just want you to see our movie. But we really feel, you know, it's just like anything else in life. Hey, you, you know, we really want you to do this. Or we really want like we're advocating this. Right. We've seen that here in and here out. And for movies, for me, it's like. If, if someone, if I was obviously scrolling through Letterboxd or scrolling through Twitter and, and seeing, you know, mm-hmm. interviews or whatever, and, and this director for this movie that I already wanted to see was like, man, I'm super adamant. I really, you, you need to see this, whether it's 3D, IMAX, whatever, right? Like, this is what, this is how right. I built this movie. I'm going to, I'm going to weigh that heavier per se and mm-hmm. be like, okay, I, I hear you. 
I've made my conscious decision. I'm seeing it in 3D. I'm seeing it in IMAX. I'm with you here. Like, I want to appreciate this movie because I'm already intrigued and interested the way you intended. So yeah. that weighs in uh, to consideration for me uh, quite heavily as well. So yeah. So so I am I agree to an extent. I think that there should be some credence paid to directors and the way that they intended their films to be made. Like they they made these films to. Uh, to be seen a certain way, but let, let me ask you this. And then this is, this doesn't have to be like an official list or anything, but like, tell me what, like, what were some of your favorite movies as a kid? Like what, what were movies you watched all the time that you just really Disney liked? movies, baby. Okay. Well, like, like pick one said so, like the lion King or something. Is... I'll pick the light. Fair enough. Let's fucking go. Did you see the lion King in theaters? No. How many times did you see the lion King? Dozens. Once hundreds. I, I've right? seen it once. When it was remade in theaters. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm saying that like our, some of our favorite movies, like I loved Ferris Bueller's <laughs> Day Off growing up. That movie came <coughs> Those out are in movies... 1980, whatever. And I did saw you have it a at chance home. To... Yep. <laughs> did you have a chance yeah. to see that in but, but I'm just saying that like the counter argument is that even movies that I could see in theaters, right? Like Lady Bird, one of my favorite movies. I saw that in theaters once. I've watched it 20 times on uh, in other formats, right? So like... These movies live on. They don't get released in theaters forever. They live on at home, watching on your screen at home. And even though we both agree that the experience of watching in a theater is better, like for a movie to truly be successful, you're going to end up watching it on a screen, on streaming, on something like that at some point. Like these movies have a life after. I'm I'm re-waiting for Gemini Man to come out again so I can enjoy that. Never watching that movie again until it's in 4K. (laughs) Exactly, dude. I gotta Uh, see that movie in the frames per second. It was intended to be seen. That's right. And so it needs to re-release in theaters. Let's talk a little bit about the Scarlett Johansson thing. So uh, Scar Jo uh, was a little upset that her her Black Widow, long-awaited Black Widow movie, released day and date on Disney plus uh, she's suing Disney because uh, her contract has do we get to sue, do we some get to sue anything over anything these days I feel like we do <laughs> this is America buddy <laughs> <laughs> I'm suing <laughs> what country have you been living in your whole life um, yeah so so essentially your contract uh, which is fairly common for some of these big movie stars Robert Downey jr had a big uh, uh, kicker on like Avengers Endgame made a shit ton of money on that Uh it's tied to box office uh, returns and Scarlett Johansson um, claims that releasing the movie on Disney plus uh, caused the box office returns of uh, black widow to suffer and that she should be compensated for that um, loss in her contract. Uh, you had some thoughts about this. You know what? I look at it like this. I, and I like Scar Jo and, and almost all their movies. <coughs> Um, she actually has some of my favorite movies, Lost in Translation. She's in. She is Wonderful in Marriage film. Story. She, she's in wonderful well. films. This is dumb. <laughs> I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. This to me is just you have made so much money off of being Black Widow in all of these Marvel movies, which I'm sure has made you a shit ton more money than maybe you even anticipated. And you're at a point in your career where it's like, what what did you want? Like there was a unprecedented pandemic that obviously impacted everybody in their own way you want to wait another year and a half to release this black widow film when you know disney's moving forward in terms of their next marvel phase so there is potential okay we'll wait but what's the point you're going to make even less money i feel like if we keep waiting and if it was going to be that good and if it was going to be that you know that many people wanted to see i promise you you probably still made enough money because enough people again whether they made that decision to see it in theaters and pay for it, which gives you money or even still sit at home and pay the $30 premium package. You made money. I don't know how much more money you're really looking to get out of this. Like you really were impacted this much where it's like, wow, I I just, it baffles me, man. It really does. Like I, I, I'm not with her on this one where it's just like, just move on. That's the worst take you've had on this podcast in a while. No, it's not. Like, just move on. Like, there's going to be other movies and opportunities. Everyone was impacted. I I just don't get it. I really don't, Evan. I'm sorry. Man, she she and Disney signed a contract together, and Disney violated that contract. Then Um, Disney just pay her and shut up. They should. (laughs) They should pay her, but (laughs) they don't want to, so she sued them. Um yeah, I'm just I'm always going to be on the side of the um the less powerful versus the more powerful entity 
here. And Disney is incredibly powerful. And, and Scarlett Johansson, as rich as she is, is nowhere near as rich as Disney, who has taken advantage of her contract. So, like, yeah, Scarlett Johansson has a point. What they should have done is what, is what uh, HBO, or I guess it would be Warner Brothers, did with all of the filmmakers that they uh, released day and date on HBO Max uh, and paid them an extra bonus so that way they could do that. Um, but Disney decided not to, and this is what happens. I mean, like, yeah, sure, The Rock isn't planning on suing over Jungle Cruise, and that's but isn't, guess, that, isn't there a point choice. to that then, too? Is there not a point to that then, too? The Rock could care less. He's actually promoted mm-hmm. multiple occasions. Every single time I see him, I follow the guy on Instagram. I like The Rock. I feel like he's a very good, influential person kind of thing. And he's very genuine, I feel like, down to earth. And he's promoted it. He's promoted multiple times. He's just appreciative that people want to go see his movie, wherever, however they see the movie. And he's just happy that people are seeing the movie. He's very blessed. He's very humble. And I, I don't know why, I, I guess, I guess I maybe I am making that comparison where it's like, I feel like, yes, maybe I get it. They're both underwhelming comparatively to the entity that Disney is. Um, but they're both also overwhelming to almost an everyday average person who have been impacted way more than this. And it just it's just frustrating to kind of see that where it's like, I agree with The Rock. Like, however you want to see this, see it. I'm happy. I'm making my money, you know whatever means necessary, obviously from this movie, anywhere else and what he does in life. And I'm sure Jar- Scarlett Johansson is doing the same damn thing. And it just, I, I, don't I think know. the difference is that uh, the rock has some aspirations for sequels to, uh, to the jungle cruise or to work with Disney in some capacity going forward. Uh, and that just speaks to the power dynamic again, but Scarlett Johansson kind of feels like Disney just screwed her she over did. on the way out. Because this was her last Marvel movie. And uh, it's fine, Cody. Just say you hate women and we can move on. I, I'm not going to say that, <laughs> But we can move on. But yeah, I, again, it's it's like... Um, I'll use another example. It's like when a, a, an athlete holds out for more money from their team, right? They're doing it because they feel like they deserve more. And the team is the one that has all the money and makes all the money off of that athlete, you know? Same thing with Disney and Scarlett Johansson. They make all the money off of... Uh, Black Widow, she's got to now fight to keep what uh, portion of it she was guaranteed in her contract. So I'm uh, go for it. Why not? They paid Emma Stone. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> my, beer is, my beer is gone. The argument is over. I'm All right. Here. I'm not go here see for movies this in anymore. theaters if you're comfortable. And if not, watch them at home. All right, Cody, that's going to do it for another episode of Spinning the Real. We uh, we got into it. We argued a lot this week. Where can the people find us? I hate you. Uh, they can find us where they always find us, unless you've never found us before, in which case I'm going to tell you where to find us right now. Spinning the Real, R-E-E-L.com is our big one because everything is there. Podcast, you can listen to it there. Evan's reviews, uh, his latest review. Got one guy. posting tonight. Yep. There you go. Free guy will be up tonight. Uh, all his reviews are there for you to read. Um, our Twitter is connected there as well. Uh, not connected, but still available at Spending the Real R-E-E-L. Like I said, also on Instagram, Twitter, and Instagram are two big socials, obviously, that we get in contact with you guys. Uh, which, by the way, does not take away the fact that, you know, stay tuned for Instagram because uh, that 60s decade project is still happening here. Yeah, we should uh, uh, we should find a guest for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got, we got time. We got time. But... Uh, you know, we are going to be starting that here. So keep an eye out to our socials for that. So we would like your guys' input and opinions on potential, uh, you know, movies to see towards the end of next month, because you guys will, as the fans get to pick our final film. So, uh, and again, if you're already listening, appreciate the listens, appreciate either our agreements or disagreements. Maybe you agree with Evan. If you do, let me know so do that I smart. can... So I cannot follow you if you try and follow me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. I'm not that petty. Uh, not that guy, Cody. <laughs> I'm not that guy. I'm just not that guy. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I can't, you know, Evan and I just, we appreciate that you're here. Evan, 
Always. Do you appreciate that people are here? Always. Listening? Always, yes. Do you think people have listened through this entire hour episode at this point? Or they just I come hope. to the close to hear us banter? I, I guess think, they, you know, they, they come here for the entertainment. They, they go to the website to, you know, read the deep, thoughtful uh, reviews. Yeah, just like you didn't listen to that one episode. I'm going to be honest. I don't read one of your damn reviews. I actually, I do. I read them. I listen to your episode too. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I admit it. I read your reviews. I'm not that guy. Anyways, guys. As always, as we always, you know, Evan has little intros. I always have my outros. And this is one of those times where it's just time to get out of here and just say, bye.